Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Mike. And I'm Marty. And this is Two Guys, A League, and Some Guests. Let's get it started. I want to take the time to mention another great podcast, but this time take it a little a smidge outside of the hockey world. And uh, these guys tackle a bunch of other sports. But honestly, even if you're not into sports, like their enjoyment for what they do, it's infectious. You can hear it. So guys, Steve, Mikey and Emmanuel host We Got Balls. It's a bit of a tongue in cheek uh, kind of show and it couldn't be more spot on. I laugh at these guys all the time. They did a great concept where they matched lineups of NBA teams with TV shows such as The Office and Parks and Rec. If you need to start somewhere to get hooked on these guys, that's a great place to start. But honestly, any episode, you can't go wrong. Yeah, it's true. Because honestly, anytime I listen to these guys, it's just full of enjoyment, full of uh, in- cool information. They did one recently where they gave a shout out to us about uh, cricket, uh, which is an interesting sport. And I listened to the podcast and it was really cool. So give them a, give them a quick listen there, fans. Um, uh, I do have a little ditty for you, though, before we get to the show. Jack and Diane, or? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, I get a feeling that's going to be in the trailer. Anyway. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, son of a... Anyway. You know um, what? No, this we, is the we, show. We, We've started the show. Too bad. <laughs> it's in the show. So, so, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. He's okay. sitting there, right? Yeah. And we're all three, nine, and five, like, you know, tops in our division. Because of the way we have it set up, um, if you remember a a number of years back, anybody in the money. So the way we set it up is the first two teams in each division are your top four, no matter record, in regards to the lottery. So believe it or not, as it stands right now, as it stands right now, not in regards to the standings, but if the season ended right now, yeah. Your brother, your brother at a nine and five record, I believe, is in the lottery. Are you kidding me? Because because if you look closely, because of the points uh, for that's right. I'm leading the division because I'm only one point four ahead of you. Yeah, that's then, right. then then you're then you're you're second, and then Joel's third. All nine and five records, but we got about twenty points on him. So yeah. he falls to third in our division. But when be he, me. yeah, because we set it up where we were like. And, and I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm right on this, but we didn't want somebody winning money and still getting in the lottery. So Yes, I do remember that. You're right. So, so this now makes it quite interesting. And your, your brother that texted me awesome. today. And he's all like, I can't remember word for word, but it was like, you yeah. know, I'm in the lottery for right. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> at nine and five, bud. At, at nine, nine and five. Could you imagine that? Like ending oh the season, God. something like that, where like the three of us are tied and yet one of us gets into the lottery. And then one of us ends up with that player where clearly not one of our team needs that extra help. Nope. But yet we end up in the, one of us would end up in the lottery. That's awesome. But that's it's, the thing. That's the thing with this year. It's such an interesting year if in our in our league that like because it's really expanded to beyond just um, like two teams that are yeah. really in the running and then maybe one or another team that are you know somewhat competitive, but then it just sort of fizzles out. We the four of us have been competitive for first place pretty much the whole season. Tom Man. has really held on to it the whole season. Um, but Tom is by no means at this point is he running away with it from us he's running away from it 
from, or sorry, he's running away with it from the rest of his division, but not yeah. from you, Joel, and myself. Um, and that's what's made this season very interesting. Like, I know his feet are burning, bud. Like, honestly, <laughs> he, he, he can't, there's like, there's like a three-headed monster there, eh? and he just can't shake any one of us. It's just hilarious. And you, I don't know, like, I am sure you know this. He's got Bennington, right? <laughs> and I just went and picked up Huso. Yeah, so. you know what? I am really, really, yeah, I'm kicking my ass a little bit on that one, to be honest with I, you. You're not the only one. I've talked to everybody so far. Well, not, almost everybody in the league. And they're all like, geez, what a, like, I just, I, I didn't think anyone was going to grab him. Anyways, that's turning out pretty good. But I just find, like, if you look at Tom's team, like he's uh, again he's a very strong team. It's going to be difficult to, to 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 beat him. But right now his bench is not that great, only because of I think it's a couple of in- like first of all Teravanen is is questionable, so he's still injured okay. or he's still playing injured anyways. Bokvist is now injured as well again. Like he's kind of in and out, but he's day to day. And uh, Matt, uh, you pronounce it Greslik Greszczek Greszczek Greszczek. Grizzlick, thank you. I'm horrible. God, I really got to work on that. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the off season and take some courses or something. <laughs> Anyways, he's uh, he's injured again. Like he's always up and down as well. But I'm looking at his at his bench and it's not that great. Like Claude Giroux, Josh Norris. Norris will be great, but maybe yeah, not this yeah. year. When you're running for a championship, Norris isn't necessarily going to get you there. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly underperforming big time this season, even though St. Louis is playing very well. So, and it's in nets for him, like, right? Like Frederick Anderson, Jordan Biddington's really helped out. Uh, Demko, who's now injured as well. And then he's got uh, Corpus Allo to sort of round it all out. Who's, so there's not much on his bench. He's really relying on what he's got currently listed as his 15, as his top 15 playing, which are yeah. very strong. Very difficult to get past Bailey, Dreisaitl, McKinnon, Reinhardt, Russ, Shifley, Strom, Teravanen, Zibanejad. Like, that's a solid forward core. So, but he's, yeah, he's been on the downward uh, swing in terms of point forward. Like, you and I have kind of set new bars this year, it seems. Like, I, our players are just playing really, really well and scoring a lot of points for us. Uh, but like you said, it's you and I, uh, points for uh, 490, 593, 592, but then... There's a drop off uh, in the five set, like twenty point range, and then another twenty point range after that, and then it's into the hundreds. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's it's going to be pretty tight, man, and and especially, I'm 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 just a little bit worried that in our own division we may potentially cannibalize ourselves a little bit in regards oh. to in, in regards to kind of letting Tom off the hook. But hey, listen. Anything can happen. The guy has to keep winning. Yep. He's, two, he's two games up on any of us right now. And yeah. he's got a little bit of breathing room. But, I yep. mean, he you know, he's got a weaker division, but he's got to win the games. So, and we just, saw, did, this, yeah. and we just saw this past week with uh, Scott, a uh, nice little upset of your brother. <laughs> kind of, kind wow. of tight, tightening everything up in our <laughs> division like it, like it needed to be. <laughs> that, was a, that was a big surprise. I uh, did not see that coming. Uh, but his his team really showed Scott what it can do. It's a well it's a it's a well put together team. There's a lot of talent, a lot of young talent. Um, right now they're streaky because they're young. But once they once they get past the streakiness and they they get solidified in their places and they get more comfortable, a little more experience. This is going to be a team to, to to really watch out for. Like he's got Fox, 
He, he just picked up Shillington, too, as well. But uh, Rurensky, but that's on defense. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Kevin Fiala, Jordan Cairo, Patrick Laine, Tim Stultz, Nick Suzuki, Brady Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk, Trevor Zegers. Are like you kidding me? Like, he's building Holy that thing. Moly. He, he's building it right. And, and I've told him. He I've is. Told him as, I've told him as much, too. I'm like, just now you just got to stay patient. This it's sometimes exactly. it's sometimes not the fun part because now you just kind of get to sit back and see what they do and yeah you, you know like let's let's say a guy like suzuki gets i don't know 55 points let's say he gets let's say he pushes 60 this year and he gets like 59 yeah. points i i don't know about you but i'd be sitting there and where his team's at and where i'm putting myself in scott's place obviously i mean i'd be sitting there saying okay that's I can deal with that. Let, let's move, yeah, let's for move sure. with that. So that, it's kind of fun that way. But at the same time, you you anybody wants to see a nice 80-point score or a 90-point score on your team. You just got to give it time. And he's rating that He's rating that spot but right I, now where he just needs to be that's patient. The, that's the thing. I think he's got he's the, the, the all of them that I just rhymed off. Zegers, both Kachuk, Suzuki, Siltz, Laine, Cairo, Fiala, and Dubois. They all have... The potential to be in that they, they all have the potential on the 80 point category. And oh, then yeah. on top of that, he goes out and gets Tanner Janot, who is now in the Calder uh, race. Yeah. Uh, nice William, pick. Like nice William pick. Carlson. William Carlson is great sort of filler, but I don't see him protecting him necessarily. Alexander Kerfoot, that's another one too. Um, like he's, he's really rounded out his team to be not just necessarily not obviously not this year maybe not next year but very soon and yeah. for a, once that team kicks in forget it they're kicked in for a the yeah, long haul yeah, that's gonna be a good team for a long time and and i mean i haven't asked him personally but it certainly seems like he's trying a little bit to have that kind of grouping of about a two or three year you know difference between all of his players just so they all kind of move up at the same time right and then you, yeah as, you're right as you know, managing your team, you don't have to worry about so much. Okay, I've got uh, one or two guys here that are getting to that 28, 29. Do I think about potentially moving them or not? You know, you have a whole bunch of guys that are just kind of the same, so you kind of run with it a little bit for a few years, right? That's right, yeah. And, I, and honestly, there's something to be said for playing the spoiler in a season like this year. Oh, yeah. Where, where like, exactly what he just did with, with my brother <clears throat> Scott probably felt pretty good about that. And actually, he did send us a text <laughs> saying, like, he, we owe him one because we do. He he's he cinched oh, yeah. up that, that division pretty tightly. It put a three-way tie in, into it. So thanks for that, Scott. We definitely appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll, you'll, well, thanks, you're getting buddy. your shout-out. Here's your shout-out. Yeah, here's your shout-out, buddy. Here's too. your shout-out. There out. you go. Keep up the good work, <laughs> Scotty. Jason, try harder. <laughs> hey, so a new, um, sa- a new segment so, this week, eh, buddy? A new segment this week. <clears throat> or sorry, what are you a renamed what are you segment. A renamed segment. Is. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, it is. And it, 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 I think aptly put along the boards, it, it makes way more sense, obviously. You so. know, well, it was, it was good while it lasted there around the league in 30 plays. It, it was a nice start, but time to put you to bed and, and go really where it needs to be, which is along the boards. You know, we're moving up a league. We're moving up through the minor leagues there. Kind of. We're, we're, we're making our way. We're, we're making try- our way. We're it didn't make much sense before, so we want to hang on to some credibility, what little that we do have. So that's why we've changed it to along the boards. Um, but this is a, this is going to be an interesting one. At the inaugural along the boards, this is going to be a, there, this is a strap in, folks, because this is going to be a bit of a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, eh? I oh, went a little man. nuts with with the notes, I'm, and no, I'm sorry no. for that. No, I don't think you went nuts at all. To be honest with you, I think it's perfect. 
I think I it's mean, uh, what I was hoping for was just a little direction, but then you and I get to fill it in, right? That's that's going to be sort of the play here, guys. So why don't you why don't you explain to to the listeners what it is we were trying to do with the, our the inaugural along the boards? All right, so inaugural along the boards here, guys. Uh, of course, everybody's been keeping an eye on the standings, and you're looking at you know who's where, what's going on, how many games played, and all this good stuff. So. We kind of wanted to take a little bit of a closer look in regards to the Eastern Conference and the top four teams in each division. Um, what kind of piqued my uh, interest, and I kind of pushed this segment a little bit on Marty, I suppose, but uh, I, I certainly don't uh, think I was twisting his arm much. Um, but to me, first and foremost, Marty, it's going to be a gauntlet to come out of the East right now. Like it's it's definitely the, the the better conference out of the two, bar none. But yeah. I mean, like, and and it and it, it's deep. It's deep. You got the Rangers. You got as it currently stands in the Metro. You got the Rangers, Pittsburgh, Carolina, and Washington. Now, I personally, and maybe I'm a little bit biased because of my prediction, but with 34 <laughs> games played right now, the New York Islanders are starting to turn things around here, guys. And, and you really want to do that? (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. All all that I'm going to say on top of that is they played 13 road games to start the year. So they got a ton at home. Okay. So Metropolitan Division, we named off the teams. Do you want to rhyme them off in the Atlantic there, big guy? All right. So the Atlantic Division is, I think, where your Stanley Cup winner is, if it's not my prediction, which was St. Louis, but we're not into the West. So, but we're going Florida, Tampa, Toronto, and Boston. Um, I I did this yesterday. I wonder if the if the order has changed since yesterday. It probably has a little bit. Florida, Tampa, Toronto, Boston. Nope, we're good. So those four teams. Now, listen. The, there, there's going to be arguments throughout the year. Who really is the best team? I, I right now, I, I don't. I would be you. I would have a hard time being convinced that Florida isn't the best team in the league, simply Agreed. because simply because they they can outscore any team, which they've done. Um, and they they're not that horrible on defense either. Their, their differential is actually in the tops in the league, so that means they're very well balanced. And I know that, that most of that is pushed by their offense, because their goals against is actually somewhere in the middle, around the thirteenth. But listen, they're nowhere near the bottom in terms of goals against. And you're you're, you're talking a separation of like maybe ten, maybe fifteen goals to put them back in the top. So at the end of the day, yes. this team. Good luck beating this team. If they continue to play this team, which I don't see any reason why not, they actually their, their injuries have been few and far between. I know Barkov was out for a little while, but yeah. you know it doesn't doesn't really matter. The guy still comes back and leads the team in goals and, and thirty four points in twenty nine games. Like, when you've got players like that, and then you, like if we're gonna ride them off, Huberdo, who's just you know he's just I actually just put a trade in for him. We'll see if that works out. Um, probably not. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Nobody. If I'm being honest, no one should really trade him. It should be a lot, anyways. But we'll see. Uh, Ekblad, uh, Ekblad, obviously uh, top tier defenseman in the league. Uh, Sam Reinhardt just coming out of nowhere and really showing that he's 35 and 39 like he's like he's a great secondary scorer for them sam bennett These are, it's another, sam one. Bennett sam- is another one oh my god 17 goals and and and, and the thing of it, like you don't need like you're not looking like for 40 50 goals from these guys like they're they're no, providing that set they're providing that secondary offense and yeah. as you know marty we all, we always love our goaltenders to be able to steal oh. some games especially in the playoffs especially in the playoffs yeah. And 
you definitely have that in Bobrovsky. Look, I mean, and we can make our arguments with this guy, like, you know, up and down the whole nine yards. But we're talking yeah. about right now, we're talking about a team that is clicking on all cylinders. Every second game, they're scoring nine goals. They're putting touchdowns <laughs> up all over the friggin' place. So, I mean, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. As it stands right now, Florida yeah. definitely has to be seen as that team that you're trying to kind of knock off a pedestal right now. Yeah, and, and difficult that, to do. And, and how and how hilarious is it that at the same amount of points, you've got Tampa Bay right there with them. But and that's like, the thing. But but is it just me, or does it feel like just because Florida is kind of really starting to hit the stride, kind of where they sh- you know people have kind of envisioned them. Like, Tampa Bay doesn't seem to be getting much play. Now, I guess that's probably because you're a two-time Stanley Cup champ, too. So, you know, maybe yeah, people are just getting maybe. bored with you and yeah. talking about <laughs> yeah. you or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they're not For they're sure. not really getting much play. But here's Kucherov coming back. So, oh, yeah. You know, you're, the timing like, of you're, that. I know. You're getting another weapon. It's like you got an early Huge. trade deadline gift. You know what I mean? I think, and you so, had even mentioned that in an earlier episode where you talk about when eventually when you do get him back, it's like you made this blockbuster deal, and but it didn't cost you anything. You're getting this player who could lead the league easily in, in points had he just not been injured, and that's the case. But the thing I find funny out of Tampa is that Stammer and Hedman are both having career years, and like you said, Nothing. not really all that much being talked about it. And again, Stammer has never had a 100-point career, uh, or sorry, season in his career, and he could do that this year. And again, Hedman, career as well. It, but I think it's the scary thing about Tampa, and this is year in and year out with them, right? They're so well-balanced. They're so deep. They, they've they got um, Kalorn, Palad, Point, Sorelli, and even Perry, all eclipsing 10 goals or more through the first half of the season. They're like they're, by the time it's done, these every single one of those players has a shot at 20 goals. That one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven players with 20 or more goals on your team. Like, talk about balance. This is amazing. Like, what a great team this is. But again, not all that much in the media. And and if, and if I'm Tampa, I I want it to just stay that way. Let mm-hmm. Florida get all. Let Florida Absolutely. get every last clipping, yeah. man. Just sitting right. there in second place. I mean, you're you're only in second be, uh, through points percentage. So That's I. It. Yeah. Uh, so l- listen, I mean, I don't think there's too much more we can say particularly about Tampa Bay. They are what they are. We, well, we, mention we all, we, you got to you got to mention we, Vasilevsky. We didn't even talk about Vasilevsky, well, but that's the, that's and, the great thing about them, right? And and look, he I, I'm I mean I don't have the stats uh, right in front of me at this particular moment, but I mean he's not he certainly isn't having a bad year, uh, even by his standards. But again, you're kind of there just isn't this big swell of you know either awards talk or or the team Tampa Bay ripping up the league right now. Like Florida is definitely getting all of that press, and mm-hmm. I think I, I I have to think that Breezeboy and Cooper and the gang down there. Are just super happy to kind of play things out, get Kucherov back and get Kucherov clicking again. And that, like, this guy, look, after the comment he made about the Habs fans and, like, you know, it's like we won the Stanley Cup and we won, like, I'll always hate him for it. So he can, <laughs> so he can suck, so he can suck my balls. But, but, but at the same time, like, this guy just oozes so much swag, doesn't he? Like, it yeah. looks like he almost somewhat, in some cases, doesn't even give a damn. And, That's and the great just, thing about him, though. And he's ripping guys apart. Like, it's, anyway... Like enough about being able to back it up. All right, yeah, enough. Uh, enough Sorry, one thing I am going to say about the the Florida teams, both of them, they do have one weakness that neither of them uh, have anything 
well, okay, maybe that's too strong. Neither of them have that great of a backup situation in nets should something happen. Uh, Spencer yeah, Knight, you know, Spencer Knight was awesome last year, not so much this year. This year he's, is actually a save percentage below nine, which is not good. And in Tampa, it's uh, Elliot who is uh, hovering at 907, you know, better than uh, Spencer and more um, experienced with Elliot as well. But at the end of the day, neither of them. So if you wanted to play it dirty, play old school, you run the goalie uh, until he uh, gets injured <laughs> in the playoffs. And then uh, then you got yourself a shot. <clears throat> All right. We'll send out the email to Boston because it certainly won't be coming from the Leafs. <laughs> hey, speaking listen. of, speaking oh. of. Okay. Now, now, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to let you go ahead with this one. And, and it'll give me time to think about how I want to approach this Toronto business. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm I, Boston... So I, it, I don't know if it's a secret because I think I mentioned maybe in the first episode, but growing up, my father was a Boston Bruins fan, which ultimately made me a Boston Bruins fan, which is a difficult thing to do from where we come from because basically we're on right on the Quebec border. So if you weren't a Montreal Canadiens fan, you were a Quebec Nordiques fan. And if you weren't a Quebec Nordiques fan, you probably didn't like hockey. <laughs> you certainly weren't a Boston Bruins fan because they were few <laughs> and far between. And that's what we were. We were big Boston Bruins fans. I grew up with Bork and Neely and the whole shebang. I love their history, always have, always will. And I still consider them to be my second favorite team. Even probably even more so now than ever before. I don't know if it's because I'm more into hockey than I was when I was a kid, but now there's something about this team over the years that I've just grown to love. At first, believe it or not, I always did like Marchant, but he was, you know, a, a pass. But I have thoroughly, thoroughly been impressed with how he changed his game somewhere around 2016, where he went from I'll be a pest, I'll be in your face, to I'm going to lead the league in points. And ever since then, he's been money in the bank, top five every single year. And then this year, with the story after story coming out about how good of a person he is, that story where he, um, he talked about uh, Kevin Hayes, um, how he was reaching out to the the boy, uh, giving yeah. him hockey sticks and stuff like that. And then I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter where he took somebody's cell phone and went in the yeah. back of the dressing room with it. Like the guy is a like you may he's hate what the him. league needs. He's what the league needs. I'm sorry. Oh, perfect, beautiful. Done. That's it's absolutely beautiful, and you couldn't be more right. He is absolutely what this league needs more of. But the great thing about Marshawn is that he's so unique; you'll never get another one like him. He's kind of no. like you know, like the Brett Hall back in the day, where like you almost love to hate him, and you can't, you don't have a choice. He's so good at the game that you gotta love him. Um, but it's also his character off the ice that uh, I don't know. I just there's something about Marshawn that I really love, and then then you throw in Petit Bergeron, and then you got. Tuka Rass, who came back now, uh, Charlie McAvoy. Like, this whole team is really, it's a team. I think it's impossible to consider Boston as being a sleeper pick to win it all. But for some reason, I feel that that's exactly the kind of swagger this team has because Rask hasn't totally found his groove yet. He'll get there, give him time. It's not an issue. They'll definitely make it into the playoffs. And I don't know, there's just something about this team that I could, I, at the end of the day, if they end up winning it all, I wouldn't be that surprised. Here's one thing I will say, and yes, it's helped by having guys like Tuca and Bergeron and Marchand and these guys from these kind of different, uh, when I say different eras, I mean like they had the cup in 2011. Uh, I th- was it not 2013? I think they were against Chicago, I think, for the cup. Not 100% on that. My point is, is that there's a really, really nice culture in Boston. It pains me to say it. Uh, Because I know your dad's probably going to be listening to this episode at some point. (laughs) Um, 
But yes, there is a great culture in Boston. Uh, and I want to say it's a lunch pail attitude. It, they, they do kind of take from the people of that area. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, there's like a kind of workman attitude. I mean, it, and again, it's led by a guy like uh, Patrice Bergeron. Like, you know, this guy's bringing this lunchbox, right? Uh, yeah. He's, oh, he's, yeah, I like he's, that. He's, I like, like, that. Like, like, like he's getting to work. So uh, that's, good. that's one thing I've always loved about Boston is... And and again, Ron, this pains me to say, bud. Like this pains oh. me to say, as a Habs fan. But I mean, when you get that kind of a grouping down there, I mean, you can do special things. And I mean, look what they're doing there now. You know, you lose out on Krejci and some other things kind of kind of happen for you a little bit, and they just kind of keep chugging along, eh? And then yep. at the end, at the end of it all, every last one of those players is giving them the hometown discount. Every last one of them. Like, That's I mean, a good Berger, point. Like, they're all yeah. given a little bit. They're all given in a little bit to keep the band together. So, yeah. listen, I mean, as again, it just completely hurts me. It, it, it hurts me so bad. There, Dad, but, you can't see it, but there is a tear. But there, yes, there is several. <laughs> but, but they they're in a great spot right now. Like I mean, you know, grass coming back, and and uh, that's something that they may have uh, an advantage of. They really got a couple good goalies. Like I mean, Allmark's not they do uh, this this Allmark's not this world beater, but he doesn't need to be with that team. Flat out, no. I mean, he, he comes <clears throat> not at up. All. Put, they, they can they can win with uh you know uh, Allmark letting in three or two goals or whatever something like that you know yep so I mean they've got the and Swayman's no done. Swayman's no slouch either he's got nine eighteen two twenty six like these are and that's good if they don't use them goalies. as trade bait and that's, that's a good they point yeah. like I mean that's a, yeah that's a very good point <clears throat> I was thinking possibly Edmonton Oh, don't oh. toy with me I'm sorry see that and yeah Moving we'll get on. there. We'll get moving there. on. Yeah. We'll go to the Leafs. How about we get off <laughs> we'll go that to the, and we'll go right to the Leafs? Yeah. So, so let's get on the Leafs a little bit. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I, I just, I'll be quick with my little spiel. Is at times sure, this sure. year, this team has looked like it needed an overhaul, uh, but then they seem to look like everything figured out. So one thing's for sure, this team needs to find some sort of consistency and coming out of the, especially coming out of the all break. If, if they don't find their groove by then, I'm afraid they're, you should you should feel pretty confident that if they do make it to the playoffs at that point, which they should, um, but if they don't, again, if they don't come out with more consistency after the all-star break, say goodbye to the second round. It ain't happening. That's my spiel. I, uh, playoffs, they're in. No problem. Yeah. Like, I, like I, yeah. that, that's, that's not going to be an issue. I think we're, and, and I'm sorry, Leafs fans, but I don't think, but I don't think you're getting out of the first round. <laughs> oh, that pesky first round! Eh? Um, They're Achilles' just, heel. <laughs> I just, I, I, and and the reason I say that, Marty, is plain and simple. I just figured I feel like they're going to get one of the wild card spots, and I mean, oh, okay, it, it, yep. I, and, and I can I see just that. Think that I, and I just think you're going to end up against a team that is just not going to match up favorably with them. I mean, listen, I I, I like what Campbell's doing. I mean, I liked them enough that I traded for the guy in our league. So yeah, I, 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 I like what they have there. If things completely were to either fall off the rails or he gets hurt, injured, whatever. Listen, mm-hmm. you've got Morazic. The guy has proven himself to be a decent goaltender. Okay, so now your goaltending's okay. At yeah. worst. At worst. I think what they really are going to need... You know what, the, you know what I'd like to see from the Leafs? is a game that... Uh, just like Edmonton had against Calgary a couple of days ago. 
Oh. The Edmonton needed that thing so bad. So yeah. bad. And and I and I guess what I saw out of them was a little bit of pushback, a little bit of uh, um we're not going to take it anymore. Like you know what I yeah. mean? Like we, we have what to they had at the beginning this. of the season. I, I mean I mean I, I'm sorry, but you know, anybody who might have been shitting on Dry over the last little while, he took hmm. that team yeah. and he just put them right on the back on his back. Four point night. Like I mean, it, yeah. everything fell into place that night. Now I know that the Leafs have been having a good season. Like there mm. was a, maybe a little hiccup there for a bit, right at the start of the year. People were wondering, okay, well, what's up? So things have stabilized. The only, the only thing that worries me about this team continuously, Marty, is they don't have enough. I don't want to go to the physicality right away, but I, I'll say hmm. it that way. There just isn't enough of that sandpapery feel from that club. And I just feel like whenever you get to the Bostons, the Tampa Bays, the Floridas, the Washingtons, and, and in different ways here, right? Like, let's say they fall. Okay, let's just say for argument's sake, they end up against Washington. I'm sorry, but I, in a physical way, I think that Washington's going to throw them all over the place. I mean, I think they're oh, going to. I think they're going to. I think they're going to toy with them a little bit there. Okay. You so want to hear how right you are? You want to hear how right you are, my friend? Sure. Yeah, man. Let's hear. Take it. a take a guess where they are in the league in terms of hits. I'll t I'll tell you this much. Know who's first? I'll say Nashville. I'll say they're in the bo uh, bottom third of the league. They're okay, in the so Nashville. Okay. Nashville's first Jeez, with one thousand. I know, eh? One thousand one hundred twenty-four. Okay, they're they're in the first. Toronto, third to last. They're only beating Columbus and Buffalo. It's like, wow. With, it's, okay, so you See? heard Nashville's numbers, 1,124. Toronto, 727. See, I, I look. That's sad. You and I both... You and I both know that clutching and grabbing, and they can, they can continue to take away any way that you can hold somebody up mm -hmm. so that the playoffs and that the season, it's more of an open and wide, wide open kind of style. Be, yeah. But we all know once it gets to the playoffs, everything gets tighter. Everything. So yeah. somewhere, and, and, and I mean, like I say, with Washington, it, it's that way. But in regard, let's say they play a team like Carolina. I, I don't think they can compete with their depth. So, oh gosh, no! I mean, no. And you know, you, you, you want to go another way? Let's go. Let's go old school. Let's go with the Boston nightmares. I mean, you just got to get over that. You have to get over that Jedi mind trick right there. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Jedi mind trick. Yeah. So to me, like playoffs done. You're in. No problem. But I just That's a thing, I, I, eh? I, I think we're I think we're at another first round loss for the Leafs, man. No, I I think that's basically what's that's why I'm saying if they don't come out of the All Star break with some sort of a consistency, which shows that they figured out their game and they figured out how they're going to play against the rest of the top tier teams, then then that's fine. Then you've got time to really solidify that and move into the playoffs with that momentum. But if you don't, if you if you come out of the All Star looking exactly you do right now, like you said, it's a first round exit in Sifini. But that's it. Like, look, I'm just, I don't want to harp on Boston or anything, but like, if you go through the categories, Boston is in the top 10 of every single category, if not top five. Like, it, for they're hits, one, two, three, four, five, six. they're sixth in the league. That's they're why they're so the top, balanced, right? man. They're, they're so, so balanced. balanced. 
And that's the thing. Like we, we've been talking about this all year. Like if you want to be considered one of the best teams in the league, you've got to have a little bit of it all. You can't be at the bottom of a category unless it's, you know, penalties. That's fine. But everything else that helps a team win games, if you're at the bottom of any one of those, that's, you know, that is, that's where you need to focus, right? Like that's kind of your biggest hold and, and other teams will take advantage of that. So but good for Boston, but yeah, like you said, you're, it's a good call. Like, did you even know that stat before before you made the comment? That's pretty. In, that's pretty impressive. Maybe you should coach a team. <laughs> um. So, uh, I think so. That was Toronto. So now we can shift over to the metropolitan area and uh, have a little bit of fun with these four teams because. Yeah, the East is something else. In the Metropolitan Division, there's New York Rangers, Carolina, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Like, this is just so not fair. Any one of these eight teams could be, you know, our Stanley Cup winners uh, for, the, for the year. Like, I, I actually went ahead and I did a little bit for the West, but I looking at the West, I see too many holes. In the East, I see too many teams that could be. And that's the thing. So yeah. So now we're in the metropolitan uh, division. We got Rangers, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Washington. What you got for uh, for the Rangers there, Mike? Got any love for them? I think we just did them the other week, didn't we? Yeah, I got a lot of love for these guys. I mean, they 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 basically tell their fans they're going to retool, right? So here we go. You know, yes, you get a couple of lucky, uh, you get a couple of lucky lotteries and getting uh, Lafreniere and Kako. So here we go. Now, the thing that scares me, and we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, they're getting all this done without either one of these kids doing anything. Yeah. Like, oh, boy. like zero. That makes them so I mean, dangerous. Oh, my goodness. I, mean, I, I know they literally have points, guys, but, I mean, in all reality, <laughs> like, this team this team doesn't need either one of them right now. Uh, I'm Now, obviously, a, a luxury, and the rich get richer, right? But the one thing for me, and, again, I may be a little bit biased here. I've got them on our... Uh, in in our league, uh, CFHL, Shesterkin. I mean, oh. th- now the one thing I will say, I didn't happen to mention it uh, uh, specifically a couple of weeks ago in regards to high danger um, uh, chances. The Rangers okay. are giving up. A f- the Rangers are giving up a fair bit, which is only amplifying this whole Shesterkin thing, right? I mean, he's playing well as it is. But yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy, this guy is just off the hook right now in regards to save percentage, goals against average. I, I don't have them in front of me, but uh, believe me, guys, they're all good. Um, For Sh- I mean, Shesterkin, like he's two hundred eight, like, nine thirty six. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it's over nine thirty for a save percentage that I was aware of. Yeah, and honestly, he's the league lead in pretty much every category that matters to a goalie. So you and what what is he like is he is he 14 did he just have his 15th birthday i think he is eh? he's what is it 26 he's 26 years old Uh, um, i mean he's he's signed for another three years after this too just sign that can you imagine that though as a team you go from hendrick lundqvist you lose him for one season and then the season after that you go right to chesterkin like come on i I know that's not fair i know and listen right behind him you still got uh uh, georgiev like he's yeah, Georgiev. He's not. He's no slouch either. He's not there yet, but he'll get there, and it doesn't matter. You got Chesterkin, so he's got time. But, but that's 
But that's the perfect situation, right? Like, yeah. there's no controversy. There's no, no St. Louis thing going on there. <laughs> Shesterkin's yeah. your guy. Yeah. Shesterkin's your guy. Georgiev knows exactly what it, where what his role and what his place is, yeah. and he gives you quality. He, he gives you quality starts. I'm not saying that he has a great game every game, but listen, anytime that Shesterkin needs a rest, they can definitely you know bank mm-hmm. on this guy, and, and and you know he's not going. He's going in there for a couple points, that's for sure. There, he's tops in the league in save percentage, second in goals against uh, to Fredrik Anderson. He's got 208 to 203. Like, come on. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll take the 208 over the 203. Uh, and actually, Anderson is second in the league in save percentage at 928. So the two of them are just flip-flopping. Listen, at the end of the day, like you said, oh, I got to stop saying. It's been brought to my attention. I say at the end of the day too much. <laughs> And it is really annoying. Anyways, um, but it, it, it's, a, it's a nice problem to have where you have too much talent, both in the forwards, or actually in the forwards, in the defense, and in, and in nets. You've got, like, they have the plethora of talent that they can go, you know what, our goalie's not the greatest save. Yeah, all right. Tighten up the D and send in the boys. Like, that's the great thing about New York. Like, you've got so many different ways you can play this. It makes it very easy on the coach to just, like, pick a different strategy. Okay, well, tonight we're going to have to just, you know, play a little bit tighter D. Uh, It's no problem. We've got two of the best right now in Truba and Fox. Uh, Fox, if Fox doesn't win another Norris this year, I'll be very surprised, which is a very difficult thing to do. When was the last time was there a back-to-back Norris winner? Oh, I'm going to have to You know, that's that a good question. Let's see. Back-to-back Norris, eh? You got to think like a Scott Niedermeyer or something like that comes I was to actually mind. even thinking Brian Leach, but yeah, you're probably closer with uh, Niedermeyer. Maybe, maybe. Uh, which is ironic because of New York, right? But um, I'm going to... I mean... the. The nice thing about the Rangers, and the one thing that I kind of keep going back to a little bit with them, like, you know, you can kind of look at, at, at Pittsburgh and say, okay, so it's oh. your Malkins and your Latangs and your Crosbys, right? You can kind of say it's it's that that grouping, the, yeah. the, the leadership and the whole... What I find with the Rangers, they're kind of almost... I mean, aside from this high danger thing, they need to tighten up a little bit on D that way. Yeah. I find the Rangers is this type of team where it's like... Oh, okay, you want to play that way? Let's play that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, you want to play a little physical? We'll go that yeah. way. Oh, yeah. a little speed? Okay, we'll do we'll do speed thing. So I, I find that I, I find they can match up pretty good. I, I still that's Gallant think, for you though. Gallant's a brilliant coach. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got it. I gotta say, you know, I, I think he's had a, a pretty big in, impact on this team. I agree. In the in, in the way of, I think players, coaches. If they can still have that kind of, uh, you know, listen, I'll, I'll let you do your thing. Yeah. But whenever you don't have the puck anymore, you got to do it my way. Like I think if there can be that understanding yeah. a little bit in in the game in the game today, and I think, I think Gerard's a little bit like that. Like he 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 definitely can come off as a hard ass sometimes, and I think that's what you want when you need it. Exactly. But this guy's kind of like. But I think, like, I mean, he even said it about the kids, Lafreniere and uh, Kako. Like, a lot of, a guy like Tortorella would have put those both of those guys in the minors, for God's oh, sakes. Man, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least, at least Gallant said, you know, has the, the mindset of, nope, nope, this is the NHL. We're throwing you out there. You're going to make the mistakes. We're going to teach you. And then you're going to go back out and there. You're going to do it again. Yeah. It's a different so, approach. And I me, honestly th- feel it, like it's going to work a little bit better. I think so. Like, listen, I know we, we I know there's been mention of, mentions on the show about potentially sending uh, certain players down to the minors and whatever. Yep. They, uh, they, they have, 
the type of team that they have, they can afford to have him in the lineup, and it's not costing them, right? I mean, you're right. Maybe, maybe in some, maybe in some defensive play, but on an overall, overall, I mean, not so much. They're just, they're just a, they're just a, a well-oiled machine right now. They're playing really, really well. Uh, again, probably those high danger shot areas. That's probably about the only thing you really want to look for. Uh, you know, in regards to a potential issue down the road or in the playoffs with these guys. If you're trying to nitpick on the top team in the Metropolitan Division, you're doing something right as a team because, quite frankly, New York Rangers are the tops in, in the hardest division in the league, and we're trying yeah. to find something. Like, we're we're struggling to find something yeah, wrong with them. Um, their away game is not as good as their home game, but I, I don't <clears> – <throat> it's not like it's horrible. It's 15-8. and eight. They're, they've doubled up on wins and they have losses. Like it's completely fine. There's nothing really to worry about here at all. And I and to all things fair, I did at one point suggest that Lafreniere should have been sent down to the minors. And I'm, I'm thankful that I'm not a coach, and I'm thankful that Gallant doesn't listen to our, our, our show as often as he should, um, because honestly, that would have been a, ba- a big mistake. I love this approach, like you had just mentioned. It, it makes I don't know. It, it it's. It's allowing you to stay comfortable in the NHL, in the top league in the world, while working through your issues. And there's nothing wrong with that aspect, too. So now, kudos, kudos to them for doing that, that, going down that avenue. Now, to defend your point in regards to Lafreniere here, too. If, again, hey, listen, they are where they are, 27, 11, and 4, 58 points, tops in the Metro, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so had if they're in fifth place, yeah, behind Washington right now for whatever reason. Yeah. This is a completely different story, right? So, yeah. listen, again, where they are is affording them to allow these kids to be able to get that right. that uh, um that opportunity and and get that experience that they're listen, they're going to eventually need it whether it comes now whether it comes later, they got to yeah. get it. To to become to become serviceable NHL players, they're going to need it. So, you, you got a great thing going right now. Yeah. These guys can kind of come up the pipe two, three years down the road. You know what I mean? They end up on your second line. It's, and it's, cra- uh, it's crazy know. to think New York is only, they played just as many games as Florida. They're only two points behind them. Isn't that nuts? That mm-hmm. feels like that should be wrong, but that's that's where they're at right now. New York is two points behind Florida uh, for point, points I overall, 58-61. That's nuts. I think a lot of it has to do with the way Florida's doing it, right? Like, you just think that they're r- ripping right through everything, just mowing right through well, everybody. Yeah. And other teams are, and while other teams are doing exactly what they should be doing and actually keeping pace, you're like, oh, well, we're not really hearing much yeah. about them. So, well, you're hearing a lot of Florida goes, and Colorado, right? For Because of their offenses. Colorado went on that tear, but then they've, in terms of overall uh, goals per games, they kind of calm down a little bit, but still, they're at 165 goals for for the season, and Florida's at 170. Um, where Clark, Colorado was doing it closer to the beginning of the season, maybe mid, sort of the first uh, third of the of the season, and Florida's done it lately. Yep. So Florida's doing it now, um, and that's why they're getting a lot of the attention. But yeah, 170 goals for and as <laughs> and this is what we're talking about. The Rangers has 129, but they're only they're only one win behind them. Uh, they played the same amount of games, but still they're only two points behind them. So like, you know, however you do it. You get the W, that's all that matters. Like, dude, and, and the hits just keep coming, right? Because right after the Rangers, <laughs> one point, one point, yeah. guy. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10, oh. the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, where? what's going on, I man? love this like, team. Mal- Mal- Malcolm comes back. 
you know, there's a big hoopla. Oh my God, there's a big loving with Crosby and Latang and oh, Malkin. It's been 16 We've been years. been together for so long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been 16 years. Keep it coming, boys. Keep it coming. It's just hilarious, yeah. right? And these guys go out and they just start to go on a tear, right? Now, they've won five in a row. Say, they've won five in a row. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I will say on a side note, they won five in a row without the help of one Evan Rodriguez, who I picked up in the first round of the midseason draft. <laughs> How's that working? May have, uh, may, oh, I may have tripped up on that one a little bit there, boys. Um, so, you know, nobody out there looking for a little uh, Evan Rodriguez nobody is. action. Uh, Not even his mother. Yeah. yeah I, 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 oh, my God. No, be easy on the kid. No, but God. listen, but listen. I mean, you knew it was uh, it, it go was ahead, gonna Marty, go ha- ahead, it was buddy. gonna happen to to somebody's to, to whoever was picking up the slack. It was gonna happen once they got the once the boy band got back together. Someone was gonna fall off, and and that's what's gonna happen. And and are they ever back together? Like yeah. those first two lines, Marty, are just like I don't even I I, I don't know what to say about these guys anymore. Because in truth. I've been waiting for these guys to fall off the map for, I don't know, a couple of years. I'd at least. say in the last three years, the conversation of Crosby's done, Malkin's done, and and Latang is done has really picked up in the, at least in the last three years, if not longer, which is a long time to be saying someone's I done, <laughs> only to be proven wrong every <laughs> single year. That not only are they not done, but this team as a whole is well coached. We've been saying it all year long, Joel, you were wrong. That at the beginning of the season, I think it was episode two, whichever, no, it was the third episode, Joel uh, co-hosted with us. And I said, I think I see this yep, team making yep. it to the playoffs just because they've got a good system and they can carry the load when their big players fall off. And it was like, this isn't going to hold. Well, lo and behold, Tristan Jerry, another great player in that in that system, they're just proven Joel wrong. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, it goes back to the leadership, right? Yes. Like, I mean, I, I really do think that that has a massive part to play in this. I mean, it, it it's an older group. Yep. Don't, don't get yeah. me wrong. Like, I mean, that there, there is there is the potential for for injuries with these guys. Yep. I mean, we know Crosby has has a history of it and stuff. Now, having said that, we 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 can't go on. Okay, there may be an injury here or there. They are doing what they're doing. They're doing it now. They're doing it. They've well. done it all season long. Um, That's the important thing. With or without injuries, they've been doing it. So, and they've been doing it lately with a fair—not every game, but a fair bit of comebacks, man, and kind of quick strike offense. If you notice the last little while, I think it was last—was it last night or the night before? I think they had like a couple of goals in 14 seconds or whatever. Oh, okay. And I think maybe within the five games before that, they did something similar. Anyway. Okay. They, they've been kind of shock and awe in regards to uh, how they play sometimes uh, against certain, against some of the teams over the, the recent games here, but they are getting it done. Well, yeah, I mean, it's actually, that's, right I'm there. looking at it now and I'm seeing, okay, so last night, or not last night, Sunday, yes, last night, so 3-2 to Winnipeg uh, in a shootout, but then 5-2, 6-4, 5-3. The three games before that, San Jose was two one. Then they, yeah, and like they, so yeah, they've been uh, they've been pouring it on a lot lately. On Jerry's and Nets for each and every single one of these wins. Look at that, just wonderful. And 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 he has been has a he, workhorse though? and carrying the load and carrying the load Man. for that team big time. Like that guy, that guy yeah. right there. 
is gonna win is gonna win some guys uh, their pools. Oh, for good sure. point. Very, I very mean, I, strong chance. I mean, I mean that. Don't don't tell me that guy was. Like I mean, you can't sit here and tell me that that Oof. anybody thought Pittsburgh was going to be where they are right now. So you so you wouldn't have valued him at the beginning like of the this. year uh, as much as other goal as much no. as other goalies. And he's and he's providing he's providing arguably top three goals. Oh, he is right now two, scoring wise two, like in our two oh like nine and nine twenty eight save percentage. But in our league, he's got twenty two wins. And where's his shutout? Where's his shutout? <gasps> You're not going to tell what? Where's the stat for shutouts? Come. on on shootouts but i don't see shutouts what's going on here espn this is pathetic either way if the guy's got either way if the guy's got 23 shutouts there you go he's like got he's three, shutouts, right three shutouts tied for fourth in the league that's just awesome like the I, 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 like this team has really proven that um you know if if you, if you still have a little fire left in you and you but you got some old legs yeah sometimes a little fire will do but at the end i think it's really this is this system that, because right behind, I mean, this sounds, this is probably going to sound pretty stupid, but right behind Crosby Malkin, if they get injured, is Evan Rodriguez just waiting to fill in the hole again, which he did all season long. Like they've these, this entire team has proven that they've got players that can step into these roles and handle the load because of the way this team is coached, and that's what I love about this team. And they could be, they could be that sleeper pick for you if you, you know, if you if you're feeling like you've got an extra you know, a couple bucks to bet on something, put putting it on Pittsburgh to win it all. You you could do a lot worse than that because Pittsburgh it, it sh- shouldn't be counted out, um, at least not to go deep. We'll say. Well, I I just think they're going to be like, I can't sit here and tell you first round, second round, third round. Yeah. I I really don't know. Like, they're they're kind of a a bit of an enigma for me that way. Like predicting yeah. it that way, but I will. But I will say this. I will be extremely surprised if they are not a tough out. They will like, fight tooth and nail. It is, they, they may, they may, they may go out first round. They may go out. But it'll third, be four whatever. three. I just think they're going to be a tough. Yeah, like I just, I think you know, you're going to have a long six or seven game series. No one's rolling guys. over the Penguins. So I, if they're yeah. healthy, oh Marty, look out! It, it, I, I, and again, it, they could be, they could be an out yeah. in the first round. As much as these guys, as much as these guys could march Absolutely. to the conference finals and end Hell, up in the they've done it before. That's the thing with this team; like they've got experience on their oh. back too. So, like, there's nothing stopping Crosby, Malkin, and Latang from carrying this team. Let alone Tristan Jerry or Jeff Carter or Evan Rodriguez again. Like, this is a good team up and down. That, like you said, they're not going to get rolled over. They might go out in the first round, but they're not going to get rolled over. But they could make it all the way. So, who knows? And and the one thing that is just it's been a thorn in my side, and in a good way for Pittsburgh, but it's like how are you able to continue to be, and let's call it what it is, a yep. dominant team. They're twenty six and ten. I mean six ninety five uh, uh, points percentage. So th- this is for real here. Like I mean they're, they're not a flash in the pan, no. obviously, but the the one thing for me is is how are you guys getting this done? With that defensive core, year in and year out, like if you live outside of Pittsburgh, name me somebody other than Chris Letang on Pittsburgh's yeah. defense. Go, <laughs> so it's like, like you yeah. know what I mean? I like, gotta look it up right now. They, I don't know how. The, oh, and 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 Marty, they're they're getting it done. Goals against one hundred and eight. It's the same as the Rangers. I, 
and I'll, they're scoring high, and they're scoring at a, at a better I pace than the Rangers. S- I was going to so say Oli anyway. Mata, but he's not even there anymore. <laughs> My goodness. Nope. You're so a I good mean, call. listen, I I th- I think with Pittsburgh, what you, what you see is what yeah. you get. Like I mean, Crosby, Latang, Malkin, like you, they're going to be a tough out, right? So we'll see how it all. Now we're talking about Pittsburgh here at length. A game, a team with three games in oh. hand, the Carolina Hurricanes, are only one point yeah. back of Pittsburgh, two points back of the listen. division lead with games in hand. You can't. They got four games in hand on the it's Rangers, off. so you got to think that. And and that that's a team. That is a team. Like you, you can roll that fourth you, line. Yeah, like you want to talk about depth. Right you want to talk about the only team that could give Florida a run yeah. for its money? It's Carolina. They're the only one who. And but the thing, I, I there's a part of me that even gives Carolina a slight edge because Carolina's been doing it all season long. Um, they have been as consistent as any team out there, if not the the best consistent team out there. Um, they have depth. Um, they have the goaltending. They have the moxie. They've exactly. got a little bit or more than you need to make it to the Stanley Cup. And this is the team. Florida and Carolina, it, That's the. those are the two teams by far. You know what? I think I might even take it back. Right now, Florida might be the team to beat, but Carolina overall would be the team to beat. Just because, again, like I said, whole all season long they've been doing it. Goal scoring, goals that get like look, I think I have 136 goals to 91 against. That's just insulting to the rest of the league. How do you beat this team? Plus 45, bud. Like wow. honestly, like a plus 45. I, and there's not there's nothing not to love about this team, these players, this coach, uh, the, what they do for the fans at the end of every game. They've always done it. Like yeah, there's man. nothing not to love about this team. I save for going out and getting Tony D'Angelo, being that team who took that on. Um, if you had, but go ahead. But I will say this about Tony D'Angelo. Uh-huh. He obviously. He, I, Granted, granted, when it was when it was first uh, announced and the signing, it yeah. was like, mm, wh- wh- why are you bringing that into what you got exactly, going yeah. on? Now, 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 I think that actually may have been the the good part yep. about it all, because D'Angelo knows he got thrown yeah. out in New York. Like, see ya, mm-hmm. thanks, bud. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Then he hit. Then he gets signed in Carolina for the minimum. You for the know. minimum. Yeah, and 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 look, the, for, the, the crux for me of that is I don't care who was around or who was involved in it. You know, at some point, he was face to face with oh, yeah. Brindamore, <laughs> and Brindamore said, "You are coming here, and this is the way it's mm-hmm. gonna be." Yeah. Period. There is no other discussion from your side. He's coming in here. You know you're going to have a good thing. They knew they were getting a good yes. player. It was it, it was just questionable That's character. Right. So so he's gone in there, and the only reason why I, I said but to the whole thing was that he has gone in there. He has kept his mouth shut. He's even said so much in yeah. interviews. Where some guy, like a reporter's kind of egging him on. He's like, I don't think the NHL wants to hear my thoughts no, ex- on that. So <laughs> yeah. he gets it and he's making and he's making yeah. light of it. So I get what you're saying at the start yep. of the year. 
it could have been it could have been an elephant mm. in the room if if he didn't change but i think the crux of that working to me would have been at some point he has a conversation mm. with rod brindamore and that conversation is real real mm. real quick listen cr- you d- you're doing you're credit d- oh, where credit ahead, is ahead. due right like i mean at the end of th- what he's doing with this team d'angelo that is is exactly what you want out of a player um he's producing 32 in, in, in 31 with seven goals um he's keeping his mouth shut um he's obviously he is talking to reporters to a degree like but he's saying the right things when they need to be said and he's saying nothing which is the right thing at times and then he's even poking fun at himself at times so tony d'angelo as a person no clue i can't speak to him has he changed has he matured has he realized that maybe he made mistakes and and he wishes he can take them back but no one's got a time machine i have no clue but what's important for this team is to win games and and also to to carry a certain morale with you as you go through it because you don't want to cross lines either you don't want to do things a certain way that that you know like winning at all costs i don't believe in winning at all costs i do i would like to believe that there's there's pride in winning with morality and tony d'angelo is at least not stepping in the way of that so you got to give him at least credit for that he's come in and he's doing exactly what's asked of him and in fact i would suggest maybe even a little bit more than that because he's leading the team a good team from the defensive standpoint and he's producing at more than the point a point a game which is awesome he's playing almost 20 minutes a game like he's putting a lot of time in and he's doing the right thing so good for him and good for carolina for you know being the team but, but yeah. i get you though i i do understand where you were coming from though cuz i mean I mean, this is a, this is three, four years in in now here where this team is yeah. really doing some damage in the yeah. regular season and so on. What, and and I get what you mean. Like, did you really yeah. want to upset the apple cart? Yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I get what you're saying there too. It was definitely dicey to say the least. I'm glad for the kid. Uh, like, I'm happy that it's working yeah. out for him because I mean, with an when you're out when you're that outspoken, like you you better. You better just be able to kind of, like, how do I say this? I mean, you want the kid to be outspoken to a certain extent. Yeah, right? there's nothing wrong with being like, outspoken. There's nothing wrong with standing by your morals and principles and all I that got- kind of stuff. But in this regard, because of your history, because he had a history of um, getting into altercations with other players, uh-huh. uh, being accused of saying certain things. I'm not. I don't want to get into all of it, but you know, go look it up and you'll see what I'm talking about. But for him to be able to at the very least understand that that was not his place anymore and that he that needed to change from him because he he could have stuck by his gun and be like you know what no like have the interview with carolina or with robin Moore. sure i'll do whatever you say and then the season starts and like nah screw you guys i do what i want like he could have come in and, and been been that yeah, brash yeah. kid you know and just decided to do it that way but he decided. But he he opted that no. You know what? Like, there's a, there's a time and a place for it, and this is neither of those. Right now, I I want to play hockey. I want to win some games. I want to be on a good team, and especially coming into to a team like this, he. I mean, it, you'd be crazy to screw something like that up. Like, it's fine. Like, I understand you're not like, making the money you thought you were going to, but your mouth got you in trouble. Learn your lessons and, and lick your wounds and move on. And that's exactly what he's doing. So, you know, good for him. These guys, listen. I mean. 
the, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about Carter Hart having a, a sports psychologist at 10 years old. And my point is, is that these guys are so ready yeah. for the NHL. D'Angelo knows the situation yeah. he was in. And I mean, we won't get, we won't give Mr. D'Angelo any more airtime here yeah. other than this, but he, he knows, he knows the situation he was in. He knows signing with Carolina, the situation that mm-hmm. he can be in. You know what? He did, he did well by, by himself and took care of business, yeah. kept it shut. And now his team's winning. He's doing well. The guy's probably going to get his money down the line yep, here if absolutely. he keeps it up. So it's going to work mean, out. Wow. Talk about a side. Talk about a sidebar on Tony D'Angelo. Sorry, yeah, here, not right? planned at all. Hey, oh. we, honestly, though, it's a, it's a lot of good stories in Carolina, though. That Tony Angelo is actually one of them, but so is Anderson. Oh, yeah. Good for Anderson. <laughs> yeah, Holy, man. I'm, I'm happy thrilled for the, guy. for the guy. Going from the pressure cook, going from the pressure cooker that is Toronto <laughs> to the to non. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember the Simpsons Carolina. episode where Homer is running around in Chocolate Land and he's just la 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 la? That's that's when yeah, I think yeah. of Frederick Anderson going in Carolina. That's what I picture him doing. Is just la la la. I love Carolina. He's, leaving. <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. so happy to leave Toronto. He's... Like you know what? Screw you guys. I don't need this shit. And good for him, man. Holy uh, just... Jesus, he ever turned. Yeah. Not that he needed to turn anything around. He was already a great goalie in Toronto. But for him to go to, from that situation to come out and lead the league in goals against and save percentage and being the top in wins, like obviously there's nothing wrong with him. He has he has he even been injured this year, maybe once or twice, but nothing really. I think he's, I think there was a small injury, like two or three games. Maybe he's already played 27 games. It isn't any like he's not slowing I mean, down. You know, listen, good on Carolina. Yeah. They like like you mentioned like you mentioned at at the top. I mean, everything from the team. Goaltending, they got some great defense depth. The whole nine yards. The mo- most important thing for me is how they're selling the yeah. game down there to that fan base. 100%. So, and, and you touched on, and you touched on it. You know, yeah. good on them. They got thumbs up. I, Tom Dundon down there is doing yeah. a great job. I mean, you got a great coach in Rod Brindam where he's keeping everybody accountable yeah. in that lineup. So, I mean, they got a good Man, thing going. At and, the end and, of it all, I mean, we'll they're going to they are going to erect one hell of a statue for Rod Brindamore because what he has done for that oh, franchise. So, Amen. I it in the short it, time well, he's been well, there. Okay, like that's the thing for me growing up. He was always a well, coaching wise for sure. Yeah, but he's yeah, always been in the organization, right? Like ever since he, he he retired, he was in yeah, that yeah. organization. But for me, what's funny is that growing up, he was a flyer. Like Rob Brendamore to me in my heart, in my memory, he's still a flyer. Uh, but then yeah. it was at the back yeah, end did, of his yeah. career that, like, I don't know if Carolina, some new Carolina fans realize this or not. Like at the, at the back end of his career, really embraced. They him. really, I, like, they it was really him. impressive, and he gave that back tenfold because he stuck with yeah. them through all yeah. of it. And now he's their coach, and like, look what he's doing. Like he, Rod Brendamore is, I don't know, he's always been one of my favorite hockey players, and you know, honestly, one of my favorite people I would love to meet from the hockey world because he really seems like a stand-up guy. Uh, obviously really knows his stuff and just all around this organization is just, you know, bang on. But we need to stop. We've got one more. It'll we got be... one more. We need yes, before we, we move on, we got Washington. Wa- the wa- Washington so Capitals. Ovi the yeah, great eight. Like and now okay. So the thing about this team is they're they're a very good team. 23, 10, and 9. Um, they've scored 139 to 117. So a plus 22 goal differential. A bit of a skid lately, 4-4-2. Four, four, they're they're going to hit the all-star break at the right time, and then they're going to come out of there a little bit more rested. Backstrom's going to have a little bit more rest because he he came back. He was like back and forth, back and forth a little bit, but he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah. But so long as Ovi and the, the crew can stay healthy, 
they'll be exactly where they are come playoff time, somewhere in the middle of the pack, which is actually perfect for them. They don't want to take on another team that's stronger going into the series or going into the, the, to the uh, playoffs. They actually want that middle of the pack placement because they're a team that can go very, very deep so long as they don't get beat up too early. Because I do feel like if you want to find the weakness in this team, go at them hard like physically really beat them up. Cause I don't think, I don't think they have it in them to keep up with that anymore. They've got the chops in terms of um, offense defense, not so much. The goaltending is wishy-washy. They're, they're good. They're just not great. And I think overall that's their team. I think, I think Washington is a good, but not great team, but they, they still have the talent to go deep. They, they obviously can. So. Well, the one thing for me, and and maybe I, this is all on first thought. I mean, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the standings, looking at the four teams that we're talking about in the Metro. It's going to be an absolute gauntlet. People are going to get the living shit beat out of each other. The one, the one thing that I will say that I think Washington does have an advantage over in this at this particular moment while we're doing this program, Carolina, Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. the Rangers is I think Washington does come out as the most physical team out of the bunch. Now, I'm well, not right against that, what uh, I said. Good the for other you. Three are... <laughs> well, no, but uh, no, not at all. You were saying that you kind of want to beat up yeah. on him and and I will I will agree with that. I will agree with that. If you're going to take Washington out or or if you're if if the league is going to make sure to a certain extent that Washington doesn't mm. go deep, you are going to have to play a very, very hard mm. and physical style against them. The The only thing that I'm wondering is, I know that Washington is the more, is the more physical team out of the four. How far can that physicality bring them? Do you know what I mean? Because when I say that they're the more physical team out of the four, I'm not saying that the Rangers are a, a rollover no. here. Hey, listen, you got guys like you got guys like Kreider that are certainly gonna uh you know, you want to start a scrum in the corner. Let's go. Like Kreider's ready to get in there with you. So Rangers uh, and, and, and Rangers are, are actually second in the league in hits. Rangers could take it. So this so this is what yeah. I'm saying, right? Like, I mean, I, I I do agree with you in regards to how are we gonna get the Washington Capitals mm-hmm. out of the playoffs? It is going to be playing a physical yeah. brand, and if you can kind of keep pounding on, because at the end of the day, Marty, we're both we're both on the same page. They're yeah. an older team, and they, they kind of show up more than Pittsburgh does, um, in the sense, in, a little bit, just yeah, in the sense that they've they've had to deal with a little bit more. And I say that. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh's been injured pretty much the whole season, but. Overall, Pittsburgh's got the people who can step in and, and sort of fill in those holes, whereas Washington, not so much. Like, I don't have Tom Wilson's only as good as, as OV uh, allows him to be, right? Like, Tom Wilson can't go on a tear, he can't carry a team. Lars Eller isn't doing anything. Connor Sheary isn't going to do anything on his own. Like, this team isn't as deep. Like, I, I can probably rhyme off some, some Pittsburgh Penguins. You'd be like, who? But seeing this team play, Pittsburgh plays a different and, style than Washington. And Washington basically says, listen, we're over or nothing. And that's really where it is. They don't have the depth. And, and that's what I, that's where I feel Pittsburgh probably, uh, <laughs> I'll say they're a little bit of a better team than Washington in that regards. I think they're a little yeah. bit deeper. Like they can get to that third line, potentially a chip in here or a goal here or there from that yeah. fourth line. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas I think once you get to that bottom six in Washington, really starts to dry up a little bit. Again, listen, guys, we're 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 kind of you know 
uh, uh, picking at straws yeah, here in yeah. regards to you know the, the, some of the things between these teams. I mean, you're looking at teams here with nobody's nobody in the Metropolitan is is less than uh, uh, plus twenty two in uh, goal yeah. differential. So listen, you got some <laughs> yeah. great teams here. Any one Again, of them, like, can go like deep. we mentioned off the. Well, I mean, all, like we said off the top, right between the Metro and the yeah. Atlantic. I mean, take your pick, man. Yeah. You, you could you could literally make an argument for any one easily, of the eight teams. So, but it's just I, I think I, Washington's I, secret weapon in all of this is uh, is placement. If they can just stay where they're at, because right now they're one, two, three, four, five, six. They're sixth, which is beauty. That's that's kind of exactly where you want to be because you're going to take on a team that probably struggled to make it to the playoffs to begin with, and that's exactly what the kind of thing that Washington can feast off of. Um, and then now, now all of a sudden you're in the round two. Now, if you can get to round two, you can find some momentum and you can make it roll. And Washington is exactly that kind of team that can do that. They're big. They're, they've got a yeah. few holes. And again, I'll mention it again. Their, their goaltending is just, ugh, there's still hope there because they're young, but you're looking at a 903 and a 909. The, 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 overall, the team is 907. Like that's not going to win you many games in the playoffs. You can cut. You can kind of see where another team can easily outplay Washington's goaltending, yeah. right? Oh, you know what I mean? Like their goalies can outplay Washington. Yeah. So there's quite a few teams that we can make an argument that'll probably Bobrovsky, Vasilevsky, Shesterkin, Jerry, and Anderson can all outplay. They can all win the entire series on their own versus anything that Washington can throw them at, anything Toronto can throw them at. Boston is that sneaky team, right? Because they've got Rask now. Rask mm-hmm. is that goalie. Well, and the other and the other I, uh, Allmark I, as well. Like they, they, that's what I love. Boston being the sneaky I, team in the back end, they're gonna do something, man. Like look out for them. I will throw Toronto in there. I wouldn't have done it at the start of the year, Marty, but Campbell, he's gotten the job done in regards to a big enough sample size True. for you now. So, so I will say, and and, and again, I go off of. Where I'm really going off of here, guys, is can this goaltender steal a game for me in a playoff series? And Jack Campbell can Jack do that Campbell for you. Jack Campbell can, but oh so, my God, can his players in front of him screw it up for him? Though, <laughs> that's the. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, listen. Uh, I'm just talking. I'm just talking Jack here, baby. I'm just talking Jack. Jack will take so, them. Uh, Jack I, will I take him to the <laughs> overtime at nothing, nothing. But his his team will let them down until eventually one yes. of them is going to score on him. <laughs> I, I I will agree. I will agree. I mean, the team's got to play a little bit better in front of them yeah. defensively. And listen, that's that's where it's yeah. always been for the, for the Leafs. But I I mean, at the end of this yeah. all, Marty, with any one of these eight teams, like you can really really make a valid argument for any one True. of them to kind of get True. out of the East. I'm st- I'm still sticking with my Islanders. Oh boy. I'm sticking with my Islanders. If you if they get into the playoffs, boy, I'm what is telling the story you, here? Telling you Where are the Islanders? The okay, East, so the Islanders are seven two and one in their last ten. They're fourteen fourteen. At least now they're at five hundred. Oh, yeah. um, they're oh, that's identical records at both home yeah. and away. Oh my goodness, they have not scored yeah. anything. They have the least amount of goals in the entire league at eighty. Hey, hey, eighty. Hey, I'm just, I'm just oh, saying. You get me into those. You get me into those playoffs, boys. And Trotz is going to make these guys sing. I'm saying I've got. I have a better <laughs> chance of my Colorado prediction coming true than the Islanders do of making it to the playoffs. And Colorado's number one in the West. <laughs> so it ain't happening. No, 
Well, no, come keep... on now. Come on now, Colorado. Keep the faith if you want. That was pretty keep easy the one there. All right, I'll keep the faith. I will. Good. I will. I'm All sticking right. with it. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. If you're interested in reaching out to us, you can email us at two guys, a league, and some guests at gmail.com. You can find our latest episodes at anchor.fm slash Or you can follow us on Twitter where you can find all of our info. Our handle is at Tugalag. That's the number two, followed by G-A-L-A-G. Don't forget to like, follow, and share. Thanks for listening, and until next time.